Hi, welcome to Successfully You. I'm Bronnie. And I'm Shane. The whole reason for this podcast is we're looking to inspire our listeners to find out what success means to them and how to live that authentically without fitting into the boxes that society has put you in or that you think you need to be in for society. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nailed it. 100%. That's my input. That's your input? Yeah. Cool. So we've been in the personal development industry, I suppose, or around in the circuit education system, whatever you want to call it, for probably 10 years between us, if not mm-hmm. a little bit longer. Officially, like we've been, it's been a life journey for us. We've been friends for 27 years this year. Hello. <laughs> It's a love-hate um, relationship, just in case you were wondering. It is, 100%. <laughs> um, so because we've inspired each other through our journeys, we thought, and we just work so well together, we thought it would be invaluable to our listeners if we combined forces and gave you guys our knowledge and what we learnt, our real-life scenarios, our struggles, how we've come through the other side... What we still struggle with today, what we still including with today. doing this podcast, correct? Because we come up with um, different scenarios every day where we answer questions and give our different perspectives from our education that we've learnt. What taking little bits from masters all around the world, and when we share them, people are just floored and they're like, "My God, do you do a podcast?" And we've just, we just always brushed it off, didn't we? Like, yeah. no, no, we don't do that shit. No, what do you mean podcast? We work full time, we've got two young kids each. No, it's not a thing. Not a thing. Who's got time for that? Who's got time for that? And then we both did interviews at an event last week. <laughs> and they mentioned the same thing. So I, myself, because you can tell I've got a little bit of a tantrum happening. <laughs> I, myself, am a perfectionist. So I needed all the equipment, all the correct uploading things, everything. I don't look, I don't know the technical terms for it. But she wouldn't let me. So I'm dobbing her in. Yeah, I've pushed her. So I'm a bit stroppy today. She is a bit. She's got her tanty pants on, but that's okay. Cause Sorry for my chew. No, it's <laughs> usually the other way around. I'm um, admitted that. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I totally have my tanty pants on most of the time. Um, but I know it comes from a place of love, and so does she. So when we push each other, and I guess that's where our friendship is unique, right? Yeah. When we so. push each other... We're not pushing, like I'm pushing you because I know that you need that to break through that glass ceiling that you've hit. Yeah. And you're the same for me. And I guess that comes with knowing each other for 27 years. Yeah. And surviving so much. Yeah, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of trials and (laughs) tribulations and and growth, mindset growth. That's only when people drop off the radar. Yeah. But no, we've just done it together. Yeah. Yeah. Managed to. So I guess I'll ask you a question, Shane. Go for it. Okay, so what was it that got you or how did you stumble across the personal development world? Um, I don't know. I guess when Facebook first opened back in whenever it was when I joined, I would follow like a lot of the meme sites and all of that stuff because I always knew that there was a better way. But I think to delve straight into like there was a little bit of it when I was exposed to a little bit of it through the network marketing company that we were both with for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to dive straight in 
and actually start paying for stuff because I was doing a lot of free seminars and a lot of you know, yeah, I'll go along and see what it's like or weekend events. I never really dove straight in. It was always toe dipping. Um, and yeah, I've got this. I can handle this all myself, right? Because I'm a strong, independent, fierce woman who can just do everything for herself. If only you guys had all, um, visual right now. <laughs> it is so funny. Eventually pretty, we'll do that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they would have heard the sarcasm in my voice. Well, yeah. I hope you did that because that was complete. Like, but that's actually what I thought. I actually thought that I could do it all myself and I should know all the answers and I was so hard on myself because but I'm reading all this stuff and doing all this stuff but <clears throat> it was good surface level shit to get me through the through what I was going through at that point yeah um but then to dig deeper I really had to dive into it and um it was you it was your and invest it yeah invest yeah. in myself invest in my mind to um yeah. really get in and clear the clear the shit out <laughs> it's been fun (laughs) it's been eye-opening actually it's been quite I wouldn't change it like I'd definitely go back and do it all again and I'm going to continue investing in in that type of stuff because it helps me understand myself and my children and other people that I encounter every single day so yeah yeah but I guess what initially inspired me to invest was seeing your change and your growth yeah after seeing everything over yeah. 27, well, when we first started, it was 22 years of friendship, I think we were, because it was five yeah. years we, each yeah. we've been doing it. Yeah. Um, but then also I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Because I like to be included in shit. So for people out there, just to change the subject a yeah. little bit, for people out there that have a best friend that start, started to, you know, look into personal development and, you know, how did you, did you struggle at any time to look at me and go, oh, she thinks she's king shit or, Fuck you know, like, yep. don't hold back babe don't hold back well of course I did but now I know that that for me it was fear of being left behind like I didn't want to be left behind I didn't want to lose you which is part of the reason I jumped in but also because it it was part of the reason I jumped in but the main reason I jumped in is because I didn't want to sit in my shit pit anymore so I sat there for such a long time and so that, nasty to myself. Is that the same moment that you realised you couldn't do it alone? You needed an external source? Hmm, good question. Um, no, because in some aspects I still think I can do it alone. <laughs> oh, well, that was going to be the answer I was sarcastically going to add in there. But, no, but it's so true. It is so true. It's so yeah. true. Sometimes I just want to be independent and I want to figure it all out to myself, i.e. yesterday. But... Um, yeah, there are still things that I want to do by myself because I feel it's probably a level of vulnerability that I don't want to burden anyone else with, so to speak, which is terrible languaging, I know, because I'm aware, but at the same time, it still feels like that sometimes because it's deep shit. It's like pretty intense. Yeah. It's intense to me, but it seems like nothing to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that goes, that dives me straight into a rabbit hole. Yeah. Absolutely. That is a whole different podcast, though, because we're just introducing today. Write it down. Oh, good idea. See, that's why I packed her. She has all the good ideas. Yeah. <clears throat> so that is a thing you need to be prepared with for this podcast, um, is that we will dive down rabbit holes and we will um, have what may seem like random conversations I think one of the things for me in starting this podcast is I know that the 
the quality of conversations that Bronnie and I have are like sometimes they're really shit but other times they're like really really fucking intense and really cool and we get a lot of lessons out of it yeah I'm like we need to be recording these conversations that we're having so that we can get it out because it makes so much sense yeah especially when we offer our different perspectives on one scenario or and it's also good too because we're both high achievers yeah uh, which is only something we recognized once we were in the personal development industry Mm. and um we we don't ever stop and reflect on how far we've come and grown and when we have those high quality conversations and we have people going oh my god then what did you do you know like and we're like, well, what are you even interested in it for? And people are like, I don't think you actually understand how much you've grown. And we're like, no, I don't think we've stopped and looked. We're going this way, you know. And you know, and but when we go this way, we still get into our deep shit pits. Um, it's, I guess, the because everyone will. I guess it just becomes the quality of the people you hang around and, and choose to have in your life. That, you know, when you go off the radar. You know, they're going to notice that you have and they're going to inbox you and go, hey, mm. and you're either going to avoid it and stay in your shit pit or you're going to reach out. And I think the quality of the people you hang around is such a huge message from our journey as well. Definitely, 100%. Yeah. And also knowing what the purpose of your journey is, like why are you even here? Yeah. That was huge. When that got asked to me, you know, the first, actually the first question <clears throat> that got asked to me in personal development made me cry. What was it? So simple. You're really going to laugh at me. I don't think I've ever shared this with you. I'm going to laugh at you. What's your favourite colour? I just started crying because I went from this successful career woman, stopped work, had kids, stayed at home full time. I had no idea who I was. Mm. I was judging the shit out of myself as a mum. So I didn't think I was any good at that. And when I went to my first one, they're like, what's your favourite colour? And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea who I am. They're like, well, who are you? And I'm like me yeah they're like but what makes up you and i'm like i don't know the answers to that question mm. do you i'm know so the fucking lost now? yeah absolutely i do yeah. <laughs> yeah yes i sure do sometimes i do and sometimes i don't yeah well right now i do because we've just come back from a a uh, last this time last week we were finishing up a, a really good event that we attended and we um so it's still very fresh in my mind. I'm not. Mm. I haven't hit any plateau or hit any pit or anything like that yet. But mm. it, it, it's going to come. There's going to be, you know, a moment where I'm just going to go, meh, mm. you know. But yeah. I guess that just means asking quality questions and moving forward. Yeah. Um, and realizing why. Yeah. So what am I fearful of? Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. It's like, what am I fearful of? Um. Why have I stopped? Why have I jumped in my pit? Um, was it um, criticism from social media? Um, was it a loved one saying, you're wasting your time, you've got such a big vision, you're never going to achieve it? Um, you know, like, is it, was it something that someone said to me or was it my fear of my own success? Which is totally a thing. I never thought it was. It's, it's definitely totally a thing, thing. because... When you're successful, there's a lot of stuff you've got to leave behind and you don't know actually what that looks like because mm. if you can't already see your success, where success is in your life, then all you see when you get success is, oh, fuck, everything in my life is going to change. Yeah, and that's scary because it's, it's routine scary, changing. 100%. It's, it's your comfort. It's yeah. your little safety blanket changing, you know. Yeah, it's everything you know is kind of flipped on its head. Yeah, so... um so you started personal development um, 
for a few reasons, as you've just touched on. Mm. Um, and you went from going to free ones to investing more. Yep. Um, what one piece of advice would you give to our listeners about how you felt entering the world, entering the personal development world? So initially or when I started investing? When you started investing because initially okay. you can just hide in the back of the room. 100%. And not put your hand up and not talk and like that's exactly why we stayed how in I that, played it too. That's why we <laughs> stayed in there for a while. Yeah. And the only reason I, I started investing was because I broke my back. Yeah. Before that I was just dabbling too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, the whole investing thing and um, and like the fears and everything that you felt around that, what, what advice would you give to our listeners if they've been thinking that, if they know there's more? Mm. They, they've achieved so much, but they know, or they've achieved nothing, I don't know. There's heaps of people in the world. Um, but they're like, I know there's more, I just don't know how to identify it. What would you say to those types of people? Who are scared about investing in themselves? Yeah. Oh. It's okay to be scared about it. It's okay to be scared to not know what you're walking into. But if you don't walk into it, then you'll never know. And you'll never know, you'll always have that feeling of there could be more. So if you walk in, you can find out what that more can be for you. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, so anything else you want to share about your journey? No. Development? No, what about you? I don't have any questions for you, though. Well, you know I'm more of a story person. Really? So, really. <laughs> so I share through stories. Um, it was 2015 when I started in the personal development world like Shane I dabbled in the little bits and I've just shared before it was because I'd completely lost my identity mm. parenting parenting did not come natural to me um and I just felt like my new friends were walls and I, I didn't get to socially um connect with people anymore and I just I just felt really lost and when I found this you know this community of people that I could connect with through um opening our eyes to different perspectives and stuff like that. I thought, why not? I can't look. And do you know what? I still had nerves mm. rocking up. I think I've shared this with a few people. The first time I rocked up, I drove in the driveway and straight back out. I was like, do you know what? Even the nerves and the anxiety, driving in the driveway, knowing I was walking in there to a bunch of strangers I didn't know was so overwhelming to me mm. in that moment. I was like, no way. So I drove straight back out the driveway, mm. chucked it back in a second, did a bit of a chirpy, <laughs> off I went. And But what did I have to deal with when I got home? Yourself. I had to deal with myself mm. and the voice in my head or the, you know, saying, oh, that was your break. That was your big break. Now you've got to sit here until you, you know, because they all knew you were coming. Yeah. And now you've got to sit here and make up some stupid excuse. By the way, I'm queen of excuses. And hopefully have the guts to walk in next time and mm. that that was like the initial and that was the free event yeah my god but that's people i yeah a hundred percent that I might just, see you and that might see me that's right yeah. i might be exposed for who yeah. i am I, they might see that i'm a shit mum because that's how see, i feel yeah they might see that i've um i've lost myself since i've given up work they might mm. see all these things and i wanted to hide that from the world but it was painful in the same sense were you avoiding the pity look because you didn't want pity? No, do you know what? What? Instantly my brain just said, no, I was avoiding support. Ah, interesting. Because I always go to avoid, like I, if I leave somewhere, it's to avoid pity. Yeah, no, mine was to avoid 
support yeah because I actually knew these these women were so inviting I actually knew in that moment I would get support and that scared me more than anything because when you get support even if it's the way we do it now support Mm. through challenge Mm. um it's scary to think all your excuses have to be left at the door yeah and I did mention before I'm the excuses queen I could write four novels on excuses yeah I'm real quick-witted about excuses (laughs) I'm real fast at bringing and making them up yeah and and solidly delivering them with so much confidence you'll never know it wasn't it wasn't a good excuse it wasn't real (laughs) it was it yeah um anyway so then I realized that like I started to understand a few of the things they were talking about I started to see different people I, I can't even uh, maybe we should write a list of the people we've seen live over the next couple of podcasts um, yeah that's a good idea yeah so I've seen a lot of people um, and then you know I, I, I ticked off the list of life I had the husband the kids the cars the house the boat and I don't know if anyone can relate to this but I'm pretty sure you can. You save up for something. You're so excited to get it. You buy it. It's just the bee's knees for two, three months, and then it wears off. But when you were saving for it, you were like, when I get this, my whole life's going to change. That was with my house. That was with every car I've owned. And I've owned, (laughs) what, 15 cars over the last 10 years? Yeah. And that was with, look, even even the decision to become a mum... Oh, once I become a mum, oh, everything's going to be fine. Wasn't that... A... <laughs> I'm actually going to hold back from what I'm saying there. Just... Wasn't... Holy Jesus. Well, yeah. Yep. I get you yeah. because I was the same. Like, you know me. My whole life, yeah. all I wanted to do was be a wife and mum. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out? Well, we're both divorced. We are both divorced. <laughs> but, um, so I ticked <laughs> off the list of life and I just knew that there was something still missing. Um, in that same sense, ticking that list off, I had a, su- a successful business with my husband. I, um, I was a successful PT. I worked out a lot. Now, I had a lot of uh, childhood traumas, uh, which Shane's also seen me go through and get triggered by and, mm. you know, protect <clears throat> myself from. And without me knowing, they would actually control my life. So I'd created this whole persona around what I perceived society wanted me to look like. Mm. So I ticked off the list of life because that's society's list, right? Mm -hmm. I became a personal trainer because I wanted to be okay with my own body and I figured if I'm training every day, that's going to be a thing. Yeah. And then I also wanted to help others through that pain of not feeling good enough because of their bodies and after having kids and all the rest of it. So I was doing a few things, but I started working out six to seven times a day. Because when I wouldn't work out, my brain would start. And my brain would start with so many things. Um, I'd think about um, like all my traumas. I'd think about it. So I wanted, I needed to stay busy. And any day that I wasn't busy, I would connect with so many people around me to make sure that I was busy being busy. Mm. If I had a day off, I was busy being busy. And then this one day in August, (laughs) a few years back, I broke my back in two places and then I could no longer run. And that's when I started investing in the personal development world. Mm. Um, That's when I knew shit got that thick real quick. I was tripling up on my pain meds and because I just needed my head to shut the fuck up. Mm. Like it was, 
it wasn't saying nasty things, but it was just replaying all of these traumas in my mind and I just didn't know how to stop it. And I had no choice but to ask for support, right? You because didn't. I was a cripple. Yep. And my sh- husband at the time had to shower me and, you know, if all dignity wasn't lost after having kids. Um, and, yeah, that was when I actually started investing. And when I actually took the step and started investing, that's when my life changed. Mm. It, it was... Um, it was crazy. It was... I'm like, it's crazy. That's you'll, what I... Yeah. yeah. You'll hear that You'll hear that a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was crazy, but it was... Um, I couldn't imagine... Because when I say it's crazy, my brain's going to imagine life, what your life would look like now if you didn't make these choices. Yeah. And, you know, going back, back down the path <clears> of... But the choice is so scary. Absolutely really it is. Scary. You've got to walk in there... And take your gloves off because you know me, I'm a very feisty person. I, from my traumas, <laughs> from my traumas in life, I didn't let anyone in. Mm. You're lucky because I, I didn't let anybody in. I would literally show people, and what I mean by take the gloves off, like every part of me would just protect every part of me. Yeah. I wouldn't let you in because I didn't want you to leave or I didn't think I was good yeah. enough. So I perceived that you'd leave. Yeah. And because of loss at a young age, um, I, the fear of loss for me was like, I'm just not letting anyone in. Mm. I, I can't because I, I can't lose twice. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, like I just, I, yeah. I always just, someone would say hi to me. I'm like, oh, hey. But I'd be really rude about it so that they wouldn't say anything further to me. Mm. And in that sense, I thought I was safe. But I was creating this huge pattern in my life. That um, ultimately, like, controlled my life. Mm. Like, so much. Yeah. To the point, like, that what I shared before. Driving in the driveway, chucking it back in second and driving it straight back out of there. Yeah, that's right. Because there was no way in the world I could get in there and be like, hang on, these women are going to give me support? Yeah. What? No, I can't have that. Then you're in. And if you're in and you hurt me, then you're out. And yeah. that's, that's going to be scary. Yeah. Yeah. I think another intimidating thing when you're first starting out on the journey is that you're walking into a room full of people who know themselves. So if you don't know yourself or if you don't know who you are, what you're about, or even why you're here or what you enjoy in life or anything like that, when you're completely fucking lost and you're walking into a room full of people who, even if they don't, they you're, in your perception, they have their shit together because they're here doing that stuff, mm. right? Yeah you are fearful that they're going to see straight through all Mm. the masks you've put on. Yeah. And that's fucking scary because you don't want anyone to see your vulnerabilities. No. Like, it takes a fuckload of courage to do that. Yeah. It takes a fuckload of courage to walk through a room, walk into a room. As a stranger. As a stranger. And, you know, hear stuff that challenges your beliefs or gives you comfort in the fact that you're not alone Mm. but you don't know what you're going to hear in that room when you walk in and I want to go back to actually you just said before you're walking into a room of people that you perceive as successful yeah or have their shit together have their shit together right that's how and this is where social media comes into it right Mm. on social media that's how I was seen yeah. By all my friends, all my followers, on my business pages, all of that sort of stuff. 
Yeah. Everybody was like, wow, I wish I had this and I wish I did that. Where do you get your motivation? Where do you get it? And on the inside, I'm like, oh, if only you knew my motivation was from trauma. Yeah. If only you knew I don't stop so that my brain doesn't start. Mm. You know, like if only, and, and I, because I was seen in that greatness of light of, who, of my identity, I didn't want to turn around and burst their bubble because some of them were in that much pain. They didn't want to hear that behind closed doors, I was the same. Mm. I was an inspiration to them in that moment. So then I got caught in the net of living a fake life. Even though it was a life I lived every day, I say a fake life because mm. it wasn't what I loved. It wasn't my true self. Mm. And if someone said to me, what's your true self? I would have just sat there and gone, bleh, and yeah. had nothing to say. All I could do is repeat how people saw me. Wife, mum of two, business owner, personal trainer, um, you know, inspirational speaker I guess what you know whatever else people saw me as that's what I knew myself as mm. but deep down in on the inside in my brain no idea yeah so that's why when you follow people on Facebook when you see their journeys don't get caught up in the highlight reel sometimes they do it just to keep their sanity they think you know what today I'm just going to do this because I know this works yeah. And I'm that lost right now. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. So I'm going to do what I know works. Mm. And then they do this awesome post on Facebook and then all their followers are like, oh, yay, yay, yay. And then I won't go into that because that's a different past, podcast. That's all about like um, mindset and everything. Um, did, you, did you do those posts on days where you were feeling really down? Which ones? The ones... Um, the inspiring post where you get lots of feedback about, wow, this is amazing. Congratulations. Well done. Were you doing that when you didn't feel, when you felt most lost? Absolutely. Yeah. I would do it on the days where I'd wake up and go, oh my God, where's my energy going to come from today? I don't know. Like I'd gone into that much of a pattern of repetitive behaviors. I literally had no idea what to do and when I get into that deep hole or wake up and just be like who am I absolutely I'd share something mm. look my posts if like in my opinion and correct correct me if I'm wrong were always pretty vulnerable I always sort of I didn't share the deep pain there is no way I share the deep pain mm. but I would write in that post woke up feeling meh this morning yeah so I did this 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 and this yeah you know never never let yourself down or you know something like that and yeah to people that'd be like yeah you know oh shit i felt i felt met this morning too i'll yeah. just go do this just go to do this if i just start taking <clears> one <throat> step at a time my day will just unfold yeah. ronnie can do what i can do it so yeah, i'd still share that i felt me that's really empowering but i wouldn't turn around and say i have an identity that i have made up to suit society's projections onto me mm. who i think they want me to be and I nailed every aspect of it. Mm. Not sounding cocky, but I, I nailed it because I'm a perfectionist. But I was not fulfilled. Mm. And not, did, not one person ever asked me. They're like, oh, I'd love to have your house. Oh, geez, I love your family. I love your, you know, your studio. I love this. I love that. Oh, so good. Not one of them ever said to me, are mm. you fulfilled? Yeah. When that question got or asked to me. are you happy? Yeah, are you happy or are you fulfilled? And, you know, when that question or those <clears throat> questions got asked to me, I can tell you the tears were a lot worse than what was your favourite colour. Yeah. It was that next was level. sobbing on the floor, rocking yeah. back and forth. I've had a few of those moments. 